When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, y'all. This one is explicit. Hi, Jess. What's up, Elsie? What's going on? How are you? I am... I am happy it's June. I am. I'm not. I feel like it's been so fast this I know, year. right? It's six. Dude, six months. I know. Out of 2016. We're going to have to start preparing. I just for, had a little mini panic attack when you said that, by the way. I know. By the, to the end of the year. It's like now we're going to have to be doing our gift list. A gift, Shut up. Gift Shut list. your mouth, lady. Shut your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I've already got stuff in the works for that. I know. My it's kind of insane. And... It is crazy that this is episode number 99, which actually makes me shiver a little on the inside. Like, get all like goose pimply and stuff. 99 and feeling fine. (laughs) 99. Oh, my God. Red balloons. 99. 99 99 beers on the wall. 99. We have so many 99s. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like it's pretty incredible and Massively yeah, awesome. it's pretty awesome because it comes with um, some fun stuff. Yes, it does. That we'll talk about today. Yes, we will. So, yeah. But before we get, I think before we get into whatever it is that we have on our list here to discuss, <laughs> we can just let people know that at Podcast Movement, we're actually offering up a one-two punch with both Jessica and myself in real life. Like you can totally get us for an hour. Yeah. Uh, and work with us. And there's really, we're only opening this up for three people. Yes. Three. One, two, three. That's One, two, it. three. That's it. And because we don't want to crush our schedules. We don't want to crush your schedules. And it's a packed week yes. in Chicago. And we want to make sure that we can really dedicate what we need to dedicate to whoever wants to work with us. Absolutely. So we, all you have to do is go over to shepodcast.com slash apply. So we get to know you a little bit here and see if we can really truly serve you because that's another thing. Obviously, we don't want you to um, be expecting one thing or for us to um, really not be able to help you, which we, of course, we we will. I'm sure we will, but we still would love for you guys to apply. And it's going to be awesome. So you get the opportunity to either have us both there, you know, at once, like just really have both of our brains working at the same time with you face to face, or you can like split us off and then have like, you know, you can meet with me one day and you can meet with Jess on another day. Now, once we do get you guys or whoever's going to be working with us, then you'll get details of what times you can start to um, schedule with us. So let's not worry about that until the time. (laughs) Yes, please. please. So basically we're just, you're just applying, but we would really love, I mean, it's like, it made me so happy that we're doing this. Like I, I I got so excited of the thought. Can you imagine Like I get so excited working with people and face to face. never ever get to do it face to face. Never, ever, ever. I I mean, Skype is just not a, it's just not the same. No. So 
It's going to be awesome. And if you're not attending Podcast Movement, happen to live in Chicago or would like to drive in to do a session with us, we would very gladly do that as yes! well. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh my god, totally. I mean, don't you don't, you know, don't pay money to fly or whatever. Right. I mean, maybe you could if you want, but like actually there are people I know who are um flying in just for the brunch still, even though it's free or whatever. Right. They're just going to fly in in that morning, have brunch with us and go home that night. Yep. So that's good. Did you know that, Elsie? No, I didn't. That's Flying crazy. in from like Texas or something. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty excited. That it is. It's a very exciting, and I'm I'm very glad that it's coming. I can't believe this. It's we're in June. I mean, it's like oh my it's god. Insane. There's so many things I haven't done though right now already that I was supposed to have done. That now I'm getting a little butterfly anxiety in my stomach. I have so much anxiety over June. I don't want to. I mean, and I'm gonna have just as much over July because as soon as July hits, we're going to Chicago, and I yeah. know I'm not gonna feel prepared for that crap. Yeah. No, June is crazy for me. Well, and for you too. I mean, what am I saying? We're like going to be like, it's, there is no like summer, this is so not summer vacation. It's like summer time to do work it up and do stuff. Exactly. Oh my God. I got to get my ish together. Yes. So there we go. So anyway, let's get to some feedback. You ready? Yes. Okay. Our first piece of feedback from Jessica Rhodes. Jessica, I'm listening to Chief Podcast and your little monologue there about women friendship and your co-hosting relationship was epic. I freaking loved it. I love that you compared you and Elsie to Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Secret for you, Corey Coates and I have compared myself and him to you and Jessica. I am I think it's pretty obvious who is who in the comparison, but I freaking love you and Elsie. You guys are awesome. I love this episode. How about that? I didn't know that she that's so cute that people would compare I don't want to say cute, like, oh, they're cute, but like they say one's the Jess and one's the Elsie. That's crazy. <laughs> that gives me such a little squeeze. I know that's sort of like it's totally true because it's like that's like we're like a duo. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Jess, for loving us so hard. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, it's just cute that, I mean, I know that I recognize our different roles, but it's it's funny when other co-hosts are like, you're the Jess, and yeah. I'm the Elsie. I'm the Jess. You're the Elsie. We're just, it's just awesome, kind of. Yeah. It makes me feel cool. So, yeah. Yes. And yes, Jessica, thank you so much. Thank you. We so appreciate it. And But can before we move to the next piece of uh, feedback... Okay, you talked to me about this Vox thing, this thing, because I know that I came into, I found out about it because of you. You posted something about it mm. on Facebook. Before I even talk about that, okay. I just want to tell you what, well, it kind of comes to what Jessica Rhodes does. So I just okay. want to, just because she sent us this feedback, okay. I just want to tell you, she's a, a business called Interview Connections where she helps people. Um, she basically books pe- other people on shows. So if you want to be on other podcasts, you should check out interviewconnections.com. So knowing what she does, she sent me a Facebook message asking me, she said, I have a person who really wants to advertise on podcasts. Can you hook him up with some shows? That's what he was asking me for. And I don't do that. And I was like, yeah, I can totally do that. And and I was like, how do you want to introduce us? And she says, are you on Voxer? And I was like, pardon? <laughs> I mean, I am, but right. why? Right. Why Why do you need to know? And she was like, he's only good on Voxer. And I was like, shut the front door, Voxer. What? He's only good on Voxer. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'll give it a shot. And basically, so I, I mean, I've had an account for kind of a while, actually. I played with it like a couple of years ago and then ignored it. I deleted the app. So I re-downloaded the app. 
And the second I open it, there's a message from Jess and it says, hey, I just want you to meet my client, Jay, and he's interested in doing this. I'll let you guys take it away. And then about 30 seconds later, he says, hey, nice to meet you. This is what I want. Let me know what you think. And so it's basically like you can use it a couple different ways. You can use it like a series of very short voicemails that you're leaving behind. So it's kind of like texting. Uh Uh-huh. Texting actually has the same exact option where like I can hit the microphone and just talk to you, send it. Yeah, yeah. You can hit the microphone, talk to me, send it. People don't use texting that way, but you could. Right, yeah. Voxer is not even that complicated. You literally hit a button like a walkie-talkie. Talk. When you let go, it sends. Just like a walkie-talkie. Oh, okay. So it's pretty cool. So, so far... This client and I use it just to go back and forth, kind of like living mini voicemails, but they're like two, two, anywhere from two to 30 seconds long. The longest one's been like two minutes. But yesterday, when Jessica sent me the feedback, she sent it on Voxer. And then I sent her back, oh, that's so nice. And the app happened to be left open. And she was, I guess, heard me because she started talking and it started playing for me as she was talking. Oh, so it's kind of like a... It's possibly could be like a little walkie talkie thing. It is like, so yeah. So like if you leave the app open and your phone is on the app, like I just happened to put my phone down. All of a sudden Jessica started talking out of it. Like, yeah, we're doing this and we're doing this and hope you guys have fun. And then I just picked it up and I was like, man, it's so fun to like box with you this morning. Have a good one. And I put it down and then I heard you too. And that was it. Oh, I have to say. For me, because I was just like, what the hell? It's Um, very convenient. Like, it would be so convenient to just like, because Scott's in the other room, just to be like, hey, babe, what's that thing at the grocery store I like? And then, you know, he can he's in a meeting or whatever. He could just pick it up and be like, the thing or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, I don't know. Why don't you download it and we can try it a little bit. We can try it a little bit. Okay, so let's break it down for people who don't really know, because I think sometimes we forget that there's people listening to us that don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Oh, go to Voxer.com. Yeah, so that's V-O-X-E-R.com, and it's an app. It says better than just texting. Yes. Combining the power of live voice with text. Oh, and now they do video and photo sharing, too. Okay, so there's that. And they actually have smartwatch apps. I guess my question with some of this stuff is, oh, and they have a free account, like the personal account and the yeah, pro account. Yeah, I only account. have a free account. So the thing is, like, why? I mean, yeah, there's so many things that have this. Your phone has this. Your Snapchat does this. Like, but right, Snapchat yeah, yeah. goes to everyone. Right. First of all, you have to open um, Snapchat. And plus, it doesn't just start talking out of nowhere. Right. You can send it to people specifically. And I think it does have live. It does. But it's a social media. Voxer is not right. a social media. Like, there's no. nowhere you can go and see everyone's Voxer. No. There's no statuses. You are literally just talking to the other person. And that's it, from what I can see. Yeah. And from what I can see, too, is that you, from your app, because I don't have Voxer at this moment, in order for you to share Jessica's feedback, what you did is you texted it to me. Yeah, so I have the message, and, and you can. there's a little arrow next to each message, yours and the other person's. You click the arrow, and then at the top right, there's a share button, just like in an iPhone photo. I hit that, and then it said, like, I could have shared it on Facebook. I could have shared it on Twitter, Evernote, save to Dropbox, email it to you. But yeah, I texted it to you just because we text, but... Right. I wonder if I could have also... Oh, yeah, there's also at the bottom a star button and a forward. So if you were on Voxer already, I could have just forwarded it to you. Uh huh. And then also what I just noticed too is that the walkie talkie mode that you just got, it's a pro thing. So I'm assuming that Well, what's Jess, the difference? Now I don't understand the difference. Because Jessica Rhodes just, must have had the pro thing, which is why... She doesn't. She doesn't? No. Oh, that's weird then maybe. She's not a pro user that I can see. Oh, 
Okay. Let me make sure. How can I tell? Hold on. I don't know. Because it says, I mean, basically unlimited me- message storage. So it sees its limited access, access for the free account and definitely for the pro account, which makes sense. I'm not sure what admin control chats are. No, she has a free account. Oh, well admin then. Admin control? Admin oh, control is... Oh, you can chat with more than one person. Yeah, so that would be... That's, supposedly, that's a pro thing. Message recalling. Oh, so you can so, send something and then take re- it back. Yeah, I can't do that. Recall a message. Yeah, there's that. There's broadcast chats. Oh, um, I see. Wait. Admin controlled chats would be like, let's just say I wanted to add you and Jessica and Natalie and Katie Kremisos, and then I decided Jessica was no longer relevant to the conversation. I could just remove her. Whereas, like, you can't do that right now. Whoever's in is in. Whoever's in. Okay, got it. Recall message. Oh, broadcast chats, meaning I could send something to five people and they can't respond back to me, I guess. Huh. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's... Well, I guess that, yeah, for one-way communication, where it would be just, like, letting people know, sort of like, yeah, "Yeah, we're meeting up, you know, everything's okay. Like, I could see that for Lipson, because there's times when um, there are issues that happen in the building. Like, the building has... Their air conditioner sometimes has has broken or, you know, alternately the heater has broken. And so I see a message in the morning that has been sent out to the team saying, like, don't come into the office today. Not that it matters to me, but what I'm saying is, like, that would be kind of a cool thing for Voxer where, like, you know, our boss would basically say, like, hey, guys, the office is shut down, work at home for today, whatever, blah, blah. Like, there's no need for response. Sort of like so. Walkie-talkie mode means you can listen to the messages with a headset and without ever touching your phone. So right now I have to go into the app and listen and push play. <clears throat> you don't have to do that with walkie-talkie mode. Oh, another the good thing about Pro is extreme notification. So it's kind of like you know it'll give you like a hey someone's talking, but it doesn't do like a no really kind of ding or anything like that. So like if if my client is talking to me and I miss it, I may not see that he's left me a message for hours unless I go in there and see, hey, oh, I wonder if he I sent see. me a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Well, that, that makes sense, especially if you're using it for communications in that respect. Yeah. And then the other really neat thing is that there's a desktop version of it. So what happened when you sent me that Voxer is I was at my computer when you sent that to me, you know, when you texted Jessica's. And then I was able to link through it and I was able to listen from the browser. So that was kind of neat too. Um, and well, it that's works. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So then I was, that's how I listened to it. And then I, I that's the same thing that happened while I was on my phone. It's very easy. It kind of takes you to another sort of like a browser screen with a big old play button on the phone. So it's very easy to access. Oh yeah. I'm doing it now. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat. Now the only thing that I wish, but then this is perhaps um, because I'm spoiled like that. It's sort of like SpeakPipe. You know, with SpeakPipe, you can download the MP3. And that's sort of like now the way that we got that Voxer inside of the show today was not because you could download the MP3 because I actually looked for a link, but basically sent it over to John at Audio Editing Solutions, our fabulous, <laughs> fabulous, fabulous producer who was able to then because, you know, you the only thing that you can really do is capture the audio from the browser, you know, so you would record the browser audio for that bit. Using something like Audio Hijack Pro or Piezo or something like that. So it's a little, you, you kind of have to have a little bit more know-how in order to use that in a podcast, just in case you guys wanted to know. But I'm sure most of the people that are using Boxer are not looking to use this as a um, voicemail thing for the right. podcast. So, but that's really cool though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yay. 
Yeah, so Voxer. So it's funny. Uh, how did you know that I wanted to talk about this today? Or did you just get... Because Katie Davis sent me a message and she was like, you should do a little episode on Voxer because I'd like to know what it is. Oh, uh, really? No, I yeah. just... Well, you just happened to bring it up. I just happened to bring it up because you had put it up there before and then I got one. And, you know, when you sent it this way, I'm like, oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that when you sent it that way. And I was really curious about it and I wanted to download it, but I completely forgot. And I think that my issue with some of these is that... Y- it seems to me that you, the other person needs to also sort of be part of it. And that's what always gets me. It's like with all of these amazing services and social networks like, you know, like Snapchat or even like Anchor, which I still haven't gone into. I don't because it seems like you need the posse there. Like it's not good to just do it by yourself. Like I'm not even sure how well this would be if if Randy didn't have Voxer and I'm sending him a voicemail or sending one to my mom or something out of the blue like i think yeah. that they'd look at it and go uh okay. well that's the thing is like i i know my daughter's on here so i just sent her like a little hey what's up but she'll probably never open it or see it right and so in that way it's useless you have to know the other person yeah is on and then using it you know regularly or it's not fun absolutely <laughs> I th- yeah i think so and i think that maybe for you know like maybe that person that you're working with or collaborating with maybe there's like a specific workflow and that's what works for them and it just seems like that's totally cool. Well, I'm think cool about that. it. Like, if you and I decide we're going to be Voxer buddies, right? Anytime during the day, I can just be like, "Did you ever?" Da, 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 da. <laughs> you don't have to answer right away. It's the same as a text. True. You know what's really? Yeah, that's true. Because the the you know what would be really funny would be. Oh, I had an idea. What? We could totally do it, right? But then we could put an episode together of our Voxer communications. That'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, that that made me have that made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all that matters, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So thank you, Jessica Rhodes, for sending that to us. It means a lot that you guys that you listen and you're so sweet and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yay! But we got some more feedback. Awesomeness is yeah was the title of it. Jack, would you like to read a little bit of that or share a little bit of that? Because it is a long email. Yeah, this is so. from Shannon. She does the Softball Academy podcast. Um, and she started binge listening to our show. And she finally, she said, what pushed me to send you feedback, I finally got to April of this year and heard you mention Gary Leland. She writes for his Fast Pitch magazine. She sent him an article and he said, I was thinking about you. And asked her to do a podcast. So she's giving it a shot. So she wanted to send an email for two reasons. One, something about me telling you that I didn't want my daughter to go to my sister-in-law's house because she was a bad influence. Oh, remember when we were talking and all of a sudden we were like, yes, like I was just whispering when you're talking. She said it was hilarious because here I am telling thousands of people, but I have to whisper for the one that's like in my house. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. That is pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And then the other one she says is when we were talking about not wanting to be on a panel because of family and not wanting to disrupt the flow of the plan with everyone in your household. And then she writes, yes, it was last year. Yeah. But it sort of resonated with me because I could see how it appeared you were uncomfortable with it possibly for more reasons than just your family situation that maybe you weren't letting on. Right. Uh, <laughs> and she said, I could be totally wrong, but it just felt like you were holding back. And then she gave us advice. I guess she said, my motto, like you, Jess, is to keep moving forward. I'm so happy I found this podcast. It's very, it's the first entertaining and informative podcast I've heard. Again, again with that, which is great. I know. We that is that. great. That makes me so happy. I'm enjoying it very much. 
I was thinking when I catch up, I might sort of miss you when I wait for the next one. <laughs> oh, that's I felt like that before. I have too. I felt I have many other ones to listen to, though, as you've opened up a whole new world of podcasts for me. Thank you for your encouragement, guidance, and get the hell on it messages. And of course, all the laughs that make my workday so much more enjoyable. I just want to reach out to you and tell you how I feel about your awesomeness in the world of podcasting for women. Cheers, Shannon. Yay! That's Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shannon. That's That really, really means nice. a lot. It's it does. Really, yes, it totally, totally does. It's okay if you're binging and you want to comment on episodes that were like a year ago. We're fine with that. I remember. It's yep. it's good because I remember better when you do do it. I know, right? I forgot about whispering about my nanny. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so funny because, yeah, it's hilarious. There's been so many things that we've talked about in conversations that are, like, are really poignant to me of the scope. Because if you start to think about it, I mean, episode 99, dude, when yes, we started podcasting, you didn't even have a human, an extra human being in your house. <laughs> oh, my God. You created true. a human. I think you might have already been pregnant or were you? Did you create it. a human while we were like on the podcast? I can't remember. I believe we started our show in June 2014, correct? Yeah, we started like prepping a little bit before that. I but still. was freshly pregnant, like six weeks pregnant. Okay. I probably knew because I did IVF that I was pregnant because I knew it like four weeks, which right. most people don't. But yes, I was with child originally <laughs> and I had been working extremely hard to get to that point, as a matter of fact. Yeah. February is when I was implanted, actually. And we didn't start till June. So, yes, we so, had yeah. sort of had it in the works before then. Um, so, yeah, let's think about that. The whole, so just think about the whole first year I was pregnant. I know. Well, I was sort of, or it's had like kind baby. Of, yeah. And it just seems like so mind blowing because we always think time becomes sort of, I can't say meaningless, but when you, don't have kids or when you don't have a little person growing, it doesn't seem quite as clear, you mm-hmm. know, like, because when you have, especially when it's a baby, you know that you have your little, let's say, let's pretend baby on January. And by the time it's the next January or Christmas time, that's like a, a fully like a, a little person, like a one, know. you know, so that it, it, it's such a huge, huge thing from one month to 12 months. You know, so, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. And now he's 18 months and he's even so different now. Yeah. But the other part of it is I was thinking, like, if I had not been pregnant and gone on maternity, my whole life would be different right now because, well, of course, but I mean, not that, not to be Captain Obvious. But when I went on maternity, our, my, our focus wasn't necessarily she podcast. It was still a side piece. And Lady Business Radio was the main attraction. And yeah, yeah. I was gone in the time I was gone. The She Podcast thing went gangbusters and Lady Business Radio kind of fizzled out like in my absence. And I don't know if that's, I mean, I would like to say that's because of you, Elsie. But, you know, because the other one was just kind of like left to die. But also, I think it might just be that I saw the need blossom so much more. That's what I got excited for when I was coming back. It wasn't necessarily Lady Business Radio. It was like I was having FOMO about our group, our group, and what was going on in podcasting. I didn't want to not be a part of it anymore. I was like, could not wait to like dive back into it. Whereas like the women's entrepreneurial thing, I felt like was covered. So and it continues to be. Yeah, it seems. I wonder if that that would have been totally different if I had not gone on maternity leave. I don't know what direction I would have gone in if I had stayed around. You know, right? Who knows? And it's interesting because I kind of I can't say I I feel exactly the same. Well, maybe it is to some degree. And even in both of the other, like the, if I comment on the entrepreneurial space, which never resonated with me anyway, but to see that there's a lot of coverage in that space, there's a lot of coaches and 
online business. And like, it just feels like that's coverage. And I'm not just talking about podcasting. I'm talking about as a whole, like as an industry, it feels exactly, that it's exactly. really full and it's, it's resonant. And, and then wherever you yeah. go, you can see helping like, women entrepreneurs yeah. and giving them, you're right. Exactly. And then, but still, I don't feel that for podcasting still. And now in yoga, it's kind of the same thing as well. Because when I started doing all my yoga stuff and I was online, no one was online. I mean, podcast, like yoga teachers were barely getting their websites up and all of the yoga teacher websites were all flash-based. They all were really oh, terrible looking. They were really like they had all this stuff happening with them and they were, you know, or they were super plain, like super plain where it was kind of really athletically not okay to see it. Yeah. And no one was doing anything online related. People barely had email addresses, you know, <laughs> Yeah, it was just like that's at least when I started. And so I felt sort of like this really weird thing where I was telling people, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. And people are like, what's Twitter? Right. And so oh, I, I felt like I had to teach a lot of that stuff and how to get all, you know, people out into, you know, to come see me. Like I had students coming that just were from my podcast. And that was like really new at that time. And it felt like when I had my kids, when I first had my baby, my first baby, I stopped, be obviously, because it's, dude, it's hard to be a mom yeah, and do I all know. this stuff. And then I had to let it go. And while I let all that stuff go, all of a sudden, the the online yoga world and the online yoga presence from teachers became huge. And I had that FOMO feeling. And in fact, I had to work out my ego of not wanting to show up and go, well, I, I started it. I did it first. Really? <laughs> I was doing it. And because I never followed through. So, and that's when I was doing, you know, that's when I did also B-School, which was then. And then I got all this incredible information that I, in my head, wanted to implement so that I could really apply it to yoga. And at that, and again, at that time in B-School, there were not very many, can you believe this? There were not very many yoga people doing what I was doing. No, but the person who I think you were the most competitive with, I think she wasn't in B-School at the time, was um, Rachel Cook, right? Yogipreneur. Yeah. And she wasn't yeah. even in, in B-School at all. That's right. I didn't even know about Rachel until I think way later, like way later. Yeah. Um, and I think there was somebody else that, Danielle, Danielle, what was, what's her last name? She was doing some like videos. I remember she reached out to me yes. asking me how She's to Bobby Brown's yoga instructor. Danielle... It's there's, um, there's a B diamond. Yeah. Di yes. And so I remember she reached out to me to create video because I had already been doing like I was making videos of me. I was doing this instinctively like enough. Nobody ever told me to do this. I had my YouTube channel. I had my instructional videos. I had videos that corresponded with my with my episodes. I had all and I had people like leaving me messages on there. I was, you know, I was doing all of this stuff. I was setting cameras and shots and cutting things together. And I dropped, I basically dropped it all, you know, because I did not have time. And at that time, everybody was unemployed and I had an infant and I was by myself and there was just no way to do it. There was no way to follow it up, you mm -hmm. know. And I also didn't have the skill set or the strength from a friend like you, Jess, because honestly, sometimes I feel that you, as much as we want to, we really do need, and going back to Jessica's um, message to us, you do kind of need a support group of sorts of people who in some way know what you're going through and can help you see the stuff that you're good at. 
I definitely wouldn't have been able to start this agency if you weren't in my ear going, but it's so needed and you're so good at it and who else could do it and you're the best and you have this knowledge that no one else has. It's all stuff that in my own head, you know, but you're just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, because you do. You kind of drop the ball. I think I, you know, you drop the ball. It's not that you couldn't. It's easy to say, well, I think I'll take care of my kids and like just play small instead. Yeah, and it's and sometimes mm-hmm. it's because it does take that extra push to work a little harder, to try a little hard, to make the time to do it. And and also with she podcasts, I think having a co-host, I think maybe as a mom and with all the stuff that we have together, perhaps mm-hmm. that could be a way to get over the lack of pod fading. Because as you know, with Lady Business Radio, even like let's pretend even if you were really totally fired up about it, it is hard, dude. It's hard oh, to keep that up by yourself. So hard. So hard. So, you know, I was just thinking about something else. You know, and this may be a little well kept secret about Miss Elsie Escobar, but one of the reasons she's oh, no. also a good partner, and, and you should have this in your partner as well, is that for all her lack of need to talk about and or think about the Benjamins, she is extremely ambitious. She has very big dreams. She has very big goals. She has very big ideas. She sees herself in a very big place. And when you have someone like that as a partner, even if they don't want to do the whole business part of it, like you still want to live up to that. And I have that same ambition problem as well. And so I think it does sort of, I mean, like when I have an opportunity, part of the reason I take it or do it is because I don't want to let Elsie down. But I mean, don't but you? I do. I do have that feeling. I did. When I was talking to my mom about going to work at mom, I'm going to have to tell Jess. And she was like, oh, blame it on me. <laughs> blame it on me. Mom, what a martyr. Don't do that. I, I was for, I wasn't upset with her at all. She couldn't oh, but, do it. What I, can but, you do? But you were in my mind is what I'm saying. It's like, I have to strive for this. Like, I really worked my butt off to find a solution. And really, one of the only reasons I didn't was because of you. It's like, because I, I didn't want to let you down. And I was like, I, this is really important. I was giving myself the pep talk. Like, yeah. I was giving me the jazz tech talk. You yeah. know, whatever. Pep talk. Of course you were. In my own head. Yeah. So I was fighting my own inertia or my own doubts. That's Every what I time do too. that I had a doubt, I hear I was you like, too. You have to. You can do it. Yes, I know I do. you have <laughs> I can even hear your voice. You can do it. (laughs) (laughs) I hear your little Elsie voice in my head. You have to. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it's important. Look how important that I mean, honestly, that's the the ambition part is huge. It is because we want to push to do the things. I mean, and yeah, we may scrap stuff together at the last minute. Like now when we're telling you about... (laughs) Having you guys apply to work with us, and, and yeah, I know it's June. It's okay. That's cool. We but, have a month. It's three. It's three slots. It's three slots, and but, we can talk about it online. And like, it wasn't like we just thought of it, but it's just like it seems sometimes like we scrap stuff together. But we are doing what we can to push forward. Yeah, not let it go. Yeah, and we I have think, to push forward. Absolutely, and I think that you know it's it's so much harder too whenever. We do have things come up. Like I know things have come up in your life, especially with all the illness and sickness and my random God, my things. My life is a fucking – my personal life is a disaster. Yeah. Still. And not because of Emily even. Right. It's like it happens here as well. Perhaps not in terms of the like the personal stuff, but there's like lots of extra things. Like, you know, Randy hadn't really been working. Like yeah, he's been right. looking for work like hardcore, but he hadn't really been – 
physically working. And thankfully, you know, he does have a job where he goes into work. He has, he goes into work almost, almost every day because he's still, we still do Thursdays in town. But that means that I'm here with the girls all day. Wow. And so I so have you want to, him to work, up. but you kind of don't. Yeah. And so there's, <laughs> yeah, but, but, at the, but at the same time, though, there's this push or pull where I've had to get really clear, like, this is time for my girls. This is time when I work. This is homeschool time. I have to do, you know, I have to do, I feel like I have to do so much more stuff. And what tends to happen when they are here in this capacity is that I'll start at the computer and I'll start to do some work. And all of a sudden, mama. I, where's the button for the the blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. It's over here. And then mama. And it's just like, Jesus, I just want to write two sentences in a row. You can't. It's impossible. That's all I want to do. So it becomes really trying for me because I don't have the chunks of time that sometimes when we went into town, I had, interestingly enough, that it's like a different place. Like usually when Randy's driving, I do work. Or if, if it's not on the computer work, which I do, I write a lot of things on my computer, I will do a lot of thinking, a lot of planning in my head, a lot of sort of strategy, which is, duh, it's what I love to do. So when I can clear my mind between 30 to 45 minutes while I'm just being a passenger on a car and there's nothing else to do, it really helps. And I don't have that anymore, <laughs> at least for sometimes. Well, that sucks. I was thinking about this the other day too. Like I got very angry last night because I was on the phone as usual from like 10 to five and I just have so much that I want to finish for my agency and finish. Would you believe like some stuff is still being set up and I have all these clients and it's like, what am I supposed to pitch if I'm always on the phone right. not pitching? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm talking to new, but you know, I'm signing people left and right, but right. I'm not able to talk to advertisers yet because I'm so busy with the podcasters and, and I also do clients and then I also like tape shows and I just started having a panic attack because my kid now isn't really going to bed till like nine o'clock because um, he wakes up at eight and that's like a normal like I did a whole sleep consultant thing so I know it's normal it means that I don't get to like I wonder I'm wondering if like people put their kids to bed at seven and then work from eight to eleven I don't get to have that by the time this kid's in bed I am flipping exhausted and yeah. starving yeah because he ate at five thirty and that's like my lunch lately yeah. so it's like I'm starving and hungry I can't work because I can't think I have to go make food then take like 20 minutes to eat it and then by then it's like 10 o'clock and I have like an hour and a half before I'm delirious that's not good for anybody no and I just really miss when I could like eat dinner and go back to work or wait you know and then I thought well and I'm sitting here planning I'm plotting how to get less sleep now I'm just like maybe I could set my alarm at six get up at six and then work until he wakes up at like eight and then I'm like no because if I set the alarm and he wakes up and he's up at six I'm definitely going to kill myself yeah. You and know, it, I'm not yeah. going to be able to work and I'm going to be just as pissed then as I am now. So I stayed up till 2.30 in the morning working. Oh, dude, that really fried me when I was doing that because I was doing that when exact like when I was telling you that I was doing the um, the yoga thing and like and then I got hired by Lipson again um, right around when May, when Hunty was a little bit. Like she was still a baby though. She was still a bit like there was a point there or no, 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 no. This is when I had May. Sorry. So this, so I already had Hunter and then May May was a baby. And my time. They're babies. They're only three years apart. She's still very needy at three. Yeah. Well, when, right? uh, yeah. At that time. Yeah. At that time she was three and a half or something like that. And then May May was a baby. And what I would do is I would put them to bed at around, you know, 930 to 10 because our family was always like late. And then I would work from 10 to three in the morning. 
Jesus. And then after that, I would get, I basically, they were wanting us to get up, right? The, the kids obviously sleep because at three o'clock in the morning is when the big chunk of sleep from my infant would happen. So she would sleep really well from 10 to three. It was yeah, like, makes, you know what I mean? total sense. Yes. So then when I got to bed at three in the morning, she started tossing and turning and wanting to nurse and wanting to get up and crying. And I had to take her to change her diapers and I had to, do, and it was like, Oh my God. And so I never got sleep. I burnt myself out. I did that for like six months or something like that. And I almost, it was awful. It was horrible. It was a horrible thing for my entire physical body. And then I, I started, that's when I did the first Yogi Detox with Kate Stillman. When we were, I was just talking to you guys about that. Mm-hmm. That's the first time that I did it because I said, if I don't get a hold of this now, I'm going to be dying an early death. <laughs> Well, so at least I can say this, like in my younger days, I would have done something similar. What I'm trying to do now by doing this is get to a point where all I do is talk on the phone, record podcasts and email advertisers. That's it. I I mean, I want. So what I'm actually doing, what I was actually doing last night is setting up a system like I was setting up. So like when a client signs a proposal, it immediately makes a contact in um, my database. It also makes it in my spreadsheet. It also sends them an email welcoming them with the welcome kit, a link to send it. It's all automated. That's what I was doing last night, like until 2.30 in the morning is making sure that all of that worked and all of it was perfect, like the form and what happens with the form fields and, and matching them up in all my different systems project management etc adding someone to the project management system and making sure that she can get to know it like it's just that those things are time consuming now i have to figure out so like for example i had a google alert that i wanted to post on my facebook page that's the kind of thing i'd like to just forward to her and be like post this on the facebook page tomorrow but i haven't given her admin access i haven't told her you know what i'm saying like so it's just like it's all the setup shit. Outsourcing is just as much setup as if I was doing it by myself. No, it, it's true. And, so. and I feel that I totally feel your pain. There are certain things where when I work with a client, um, the follow up is where I drop the ball because the follow up for me is so important in the moment. I'm like, I can feel what's necessary, not necessarily even in business, but there's a part of me that views myself as a teacher, you know, because I'm te- there's a teaching something happening. There's knowledge moving back and forth. And there is, and in order for those teachings to really die, like hit home, there's a, a level of follow-up that I feel is my job that mm-hmm. I need to go to follow well, so up with that So that's what this stuff. project management system, by the way, I yeah. finally settled on something called Insightly. Oh, because wow. it's both project management and CRM. And I have to tell you, I've used like 12 of them. And this is yeah, my no, final have. conclusion. It's been so painful. It was driving but, me nuts. <laughs> but honestly, everything had everything I needed except for X. So like ProsperWorks had everything I needed except project management. And Asana had everything I needed except CRM. And, you know, it was just like driving me crazy. So this is my solution. And now that I'm in there, I have to move everything I had in every other system into this system, move it all over, set it all up. And so the the follow-up thing, Elsie, I'm learning to do with tasks. Like Insightly has this little bar on Gmail where when I'm talking to somebody... Or like when, let's just say, for example, someone sends me a follow up like, hey, thanks for today. Really love it. Great. I can f- hover over the email, pull up their contact right in Gmail and make a little task to, to follow up with them in a week. And I can also schedule the damn email. Right. Well, see, here's here's my issue with that. It's awesome. not necessarily in terms of what needs to happen. It's the fact that I can't do it. So Why not? Be- what because, do you mean? Because of time. 
So I have a specific task list of things that I need to get to another client like after this. This is, has nothing to do with them. Like they're not suffering oh, by not I getting know about, this. I totally know what you're going to say. I'm the same way. Yeah. Go ahead. So th- yeah. So anyway, I have like, you know, I have um, like another pitch because this person wanted to work with me again. So I need to make sure that that's followed up uh, through and whatnot. And this is like, it's basically a sold. It's, it's already sold. Like this isn't yeah. something that I have to sell. It's already, it's really on onus on me to get booked, you know, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and also to provide the last little bit of value that I have. And it really is about creating the proposal, creating the, you know, the contract and sending that email and, you know, making it seamless for them. And I have not been able to sit down and do it because if you're not creating contracts and invoicing. That's not a follow up problem. What do you mean? I mean, I got to a point like that in my business where I was like avoiding the money making part of the activity and it was an adverse reaction to being successful at the time. No, no, but that's not, but listen to me. Like I'm sitting there and I had these (laughs) two other things like this weekend. Okay. So this is what happened. I have to follow up to that. I had to finish the lips and podcast, which was due on Saturday. I had to do a crap ton of editing while I'm in the van, like walk, uh, traveling around all of the different places because we were out all day on Saturday because there's all these fairy festivals to attend to over here in Asheville. There's all of this stuff. Then I had to do all of the stuff for She Podcast to get the stuff done. And then I had to, th- then it was Memorial Day weekend and nothing was open and I couldn't do, like, like were all of these things that were leading up to the stuff that I had to do. We were planning yeah. for PM for Libsyn as well. This all happened this weekend. Oh, you don't and, mean like in general? No, no, this. no. I'm talking this weekend. I'm like, oh. I, I wanted to get it done like that day. Well, I do that too. Like, I'll have a discovery so session. In fact, I have one right after this where I'm going to talk about this is my life. So, I have this great hour where I talk to a podcaster about all the places they want to sell. Yesterday, it was um, someone with a sex podcast. So, not only did I get to know all the different advertisers she wants, but I got to know about a thousand different new sex toys that I didn't even know about. Not that I care, huh. but I was just like, wow, that goes in your what? Whoa, that's for dues? Wow, that lube is non-toxic? Great. Like, I was just like learning my pants off over here, literally, right? And so anyway, so I get off the phone and there's 40 places that I wanted signed for her right then and I'm on to the next call. And it's like, God damn it. Yeah, I have another call after her, then yeah. I have another call after her, then yeah. my nanny's leaving, then it's dinner. This is why I was so frustrated at night. And after I get off with you, I have another discovery session where I'm going to learn all about vegan food. And all the different advertisers and places, and, and she may have contacts of people that she's already working with, and I'm going to want to call them and email them right then. But I can't, because I have a client after her, and then I have this after her, and then I, my nanny's leaving, and then it's dinner, and it's like my whole life is this. My yeah. whole life is this. The money-making activities sometimes can't get done because you have you're to on make the phone, dinner. or you're doing this and that. Right. So it's kind of like, so now I've been also trying to mastermind in my head, like evil mastermind how to book in my schedule time to do money-making activities. It's so sad. No, you know what? That's a really good idea. I actually had that same thought. Maybe from 10 to 12, I don't do anything but invoice and follow-up, invoice and follow-up, because I can't be like this anymore. I'm literally on the phone today from 12 to 5. Tomorrow, from 10 to 5.30. How am I going to do this? Right. No, it's 10 to 3 actually tomorrow, but still. But still, no, that's like, that's actually what I was thinking about. What it, it actually hit me. I was like, you know what? I need to just create, like, there'll be a day where I'll just do these things. Um, I mean, I, I used will... to have it like that in Lady Business Radio. Right. Believe it or not. I was only, I, I got so crazy with my life that I decided I would only be on the phone Tuesdays and Thursdays. 
every other and not only did I do that like not just interviewing people but clients too they could only hit me Tuesdays and Thursdays every other day I was doing something for my business and my last business coach taught me this block off the last week of every single month with no calls no appointments nothing but mark you know so this way five days in a row where you can write schedule market sign up research train whatever it is you have to do and I'll tell you what, it worked really well. It's hard to keep on it because it's so easy to be like, sure, we can meet. No, I'm not <laughs> free. No, you have to say on the 20th, I'm not free till the beginning of the month. You have to for your own sanity. I no, think I think, I think so I'm going to have to start and do, doing it again. I think, I think I'm, I'm going to have to. I'll do it. I'll do it as well. And I think the only thing that's the X factor for me is the podcast stuff, which I already know right, about so that's you know, different right i mean i'm not gonna know, say okay elsie we can't record <laughs> no i know but what i'm saying is that that does take up a lot a, a chunk of time and i think it's a matter of and there's a, a level of resistance like there are the simple simple tasks like for the feed you know for lips and the feed writing my script at the beginning um getting like the majority of the links for the episode those things i actually don't need to do after we record like those things can Those are tasks that Mm -hmm. can, for the most part, have a template and be done ahead of time. And the reason they're not is because I resist doing them a lot because they're mundane. You know, like I'm not excited about like copy link, paste link, copy link, hyperlink, right, right. But, you know, it's not exciting. That's, kind of, that's the stuff that you have to outsource, though. <sighs> but that's for listen to yourself, though. Like, uh, honestly, what if... I mean, wait a minute. So you already have the list. Now you just have to put it in the thing? No, no, there's a lot. Well, of course, there's there's more than just that. But for the most part, it can be, there could be more proactivity in my part to start to write that script earlier, to make sure that I that I get the show notes done, like the, not the show notes as in like the show notes on the blog done, but like the show notes like on Google Docs. Mm-hmm. earlier so I can start to grab the feedback and add it in there. And then and then as something is added in there, there could be already be a workflow of, oh, let's add this link that we're going to talk about to the actual show notes. Mm-hmm. So already, you know, so that there should be a workflow around that, which I don't. And neither, you know, like the whole thought process is that that's an ongoing sort of like Trello, you know, sort of like the way that we're doing this right now. Like the easy way to be able to do this is like as soon as we're good off, we finished, you know, talking here. I could just mm-hmm. grab all those links and then put them on a, and and have them already like put into a doc, or mm-hmm. or the way that I do it, so that I don't have to then manually go searching for this when I'm doing show notes at the last minute on Sunday mm-hmm. or Saturday, whenever it is that I do them. So I resist it because I find I'm like I'd rather go make dinner for or lunch for my girls after this, or I have to go take you know after I get off of this, it's a shower time. Because the techie stuff is the stuff that I started outsourcing just because I knew I was avoiding it. And then I was my own log jam. So I started outsourcing it. And I, I was paying for fancy hands for a little while there. And I didn't like I wasn't using it. I was just like, what do I have these people do? They can barely type a sentence. And then I like took a little class on like how to outsource more stuff. And the stuff he sends to fancy hands, I'm like, oh, my God, he's a genius. Like, what did I have them do this week? I looked at the task list for She Podcast. So, for example, add the Patreon page to the menu. And so I was like, I just sent it to Fancy Hands. It was done in five minutes. That's Do you great. know how long that sat on my to-do list? I know. I know. Add Elsie's articles to the Elsie press page. 20 minutes. Yeah. Do you know how long that's been on my to-do list? Oh. It's ridiculous. So I, so all these little things that I wanted to do with the website, I had 30 tasks in Fancy Hands. And I was like, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. And it was done. 
I mean, obviously, I still have more to do. Like the the podcasting school for women page. Just because I changed themes, I have to finish that myself. But like those little things are like when something gets stuck or like when I have something I want to add or when I need to change the dates for webinars like I'd like to just be able to be like here log in here change the date change the time you know here you go I don't want to do it and so for you if it's like hyperlink cut and paste hyperlink cut and paste just give it to someone else anybody else hyperlink cut but no no I'm gonna have to start training hunter I'm just kidding she's yeah sad. I'm like dude here's a, a computer copy right. paste copy paste Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but actually, you know, this is a fantastic conversation and a lovely segue to take us to our first sponsor of the episode, which is Team Podcast. And Team Podcast can actually do that for you. <laughs> that's right. They can do all of that stuff that's making you feel like you are constantly running to trying to catch up on all of the podcasting things because you have all of these ideas in your head about what the podcast should be and feel like and do and expand and reach out to people. And you're so excited to talk to people about your podcast, but because of the fact that you're creating the graphics, that you're writing that social media stuff, you're trying to take out the ums and ahs. You, you had an issue with your MP3. You couldn't upload it. All that stuff that wants you, you makes you to want to pull your hair out. Right. That's the stuff that team podcast does. That's right. Oh, my God. Good point, Elsie. Yeah. So you have to go over to <laughs> teampodcast.com and support yourself by hiring them. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, you also help, you know, our sponsors, of course, because they know that you guys need this. And that's, yeah, so... They're great at doing everything. I cannot tell you. I think I am now referring like three or four people to her a week because so many podcasters need those services. Yeah. So many. Wow. Yeah. It's been an hour. Dude, I can't even believe it. We've barely gotten to We have not to, talked like, about diddles. Diddles at all. But anyway, hope you guys gonna enjoyed be that one. conversation. So we're going to see if we... We're actually now moving into a tip really quick. Elsie's Tool Tips. iTunes just had an update. Version 12.4. Okay, so what happened when people updated to the latest iTunes version on OS X, and I'm assuming that this is also the case for any Windows users that have iTunes, is that a lot of podcasters, what they do is that they pull their AIFF file or their WAV file, their audio file into iTunes, and it's in iTunes that they convert that larger file and encode it into MP3. Usually what you would do is you would highlight the file and then you would get the little, you know, you would right click and on the menu that pops up with the right click, there was a little, you know, place there that you said convert to MP3, right? Simple. Right. But now iTunes has removed that. So the convert to MP3 section is no longer there, like at all, in the right-hand side menu, like with a right click, not like that. Now what you have to do is you have to highlight your file, you have to go up to the menu bar and tap on file, then it says create new version, and then it gives you the option to create MP3 version. So they sort of hit it, now it's hidden away, it's making you do more clicking, <laughs> but the functionality is still there. But that, I have to say, it has sent panic to podcasters, and I have seen many people Go, what happened to the right click? Because there's a lot of people who encode their, you know, large files into MP3s using iTunes. So tip for you, iTunes version 12.4. If you have that, the right click create MP3 is no longer available. You have to go to the menu bar, file, create new version, create MP3 version. There. That is all. Thank you. So you can thank me later. 
<laughs> Thank you, Elsie. So we're going to do a little bit of uh, awards talk Wonderful. now, Jess. Yes. So, Jess, <laughs> why don't you tell us about the Gracie Awards? Okay. Thanks, Elsie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Elsie. Well, on May 24th, there was a gala held for the Alliance for Women in Media Foundation. And the Gracie Awards, I guess, honored TV, interactive, and radio. They honored Tina Fey, Angela Bassett, and Cynthia Nixon, Jada Pinkett-Smith, Kathy Lee Gifford, etc. They recognized the collective powerful voices of women from across the media landscape. Their influence and inspiration on and off camera encourages future generations to build on the foundation and opportunities created by the great women before them. So radio winners. There's some podcast in there, which is like, that's what I was was just going to say. It says national radio winners include, and then there's a bunch of podcast people. So let's just do that, I guess. Okay. So like podcast hosts from Death, Sex and Money. Then some anchor women, some sports programs, producers on Sirius, more producers on Sirius. I'm just going to try and skip to that. Jenna Weiss-Berman from BuzzFeed. She was honored as a producer. Yeah. Parenting with Alyssa Milano and Karen Gravano on Blog Talk Radio. Who knew, right? I did not know I that didn't they know were that was on, on there. Either. No way. Who knew? Village Folk Show on Sirius. Sirius. Women of the Hour was a grand winner. That's a BuzzFeed podcast. I guess that's Lena Dunham, right? Yep. Women at Work is a serious show. And then we have Public Radio, Public Radio, Public Radio. Local radio winners. Okay. Um, I don't see any podcasts in here. I think they were. It's just the people that they're like doing. At the front there? Yeah. It's just the podcasters. still. Like the producers. Just the acknowledgement that like they were part. so confusing. I know. But it's still. I mean, I just like the fact that they were mentioned. I am too. But it's confusing. They're not radio. It's not radio. Is it radio? Nobody mm-hmm. told me if I was in radio. I didn't know. No, no, no. I think that this is not for radio people. It's, it's just the national radio winners. National radio winners. Oh, that's what makes you confused. Yes. I see. National radio winners include. Food. Oh, yeah. When it says podcast and then host. BuzzFeed. And then BuzzFeed. It's like, Sirius. Oh. Like, I know Sirius is radio because it's but radio. BuzzFeed is not radio. Nope. So anyway, the Grazy Awards are okay. giving awards to... Well, it's still exciting that women in radio have their own gala and we get to be awarded stuff. Yes. And speaking of that, yes. Elsie uh, and I have been nominated for the Community Award at New Media Europe. Yeah. Did you know we had so many European listeners? Well, I think that... I'm going to go look right now. Well, but it's... <laughs> Right now, but um, so yeah, so right now. Th- this is what's really cool about that, which is actually there, uh, you know, the new media, new media Europe award. So, new media Europe is like sort of like podcast movement, but in Europe. So, it's where with, with more, it's like expanding more rather than just keeping it also to podcasters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's really lovely is that they're having an award ceremony like they're having here or that there have been here in the past in the United States. And these awards, I guess you had to be, I'm not sure how you got nominated, but we did. And then when you vote, you vote via like Twitter. And that's how you vote. 
So mm-hmm. it's basically click to tweet. You go to a specific page, which we will have. A, I'm going to have a very special link in the show notes. So you only have to tap once. So you're not going to have to go inside of the new media thing and then click onto us and then tweet. We I'll just have that click to tweet directly linked to the page, to the show notes, so that you're going to be able to just click it and it'll open up and then you can vote for us. And the voting is open uh, up to June 10th. And you can vote as many times as you want, which is kind of nice. And I'm just noticing that it really is, they are kind of really neat about this. What's happening is, you know, they also have a category for the best app. And I kind of voted for Buffer and I voted for Trello because we use both of those for our different podcasts. Mm-hmm. And but that brings awareness like buffers like, thank you, you know, and it's like, and I'm sure that feels good to them. And the way that I became aware of this is because I saw somebody else voting for us. And I was like, what is she voting for? Like, why is she saying I vote for this? And I went in there and I was like, oh, well, that's a really great way to kind of promote not only the new media awards and the, like the new media, th- that that entire, the whole thing, the conference. Because people are going to be like, what are they talking about? What are they voting for? What are these awards? Oh, they're in Europe. Oh, I didn't know. You know, we have some German listeners. We have some German listeners. Yeah. Like, as, I can't even, I guess, pronounce where they're from. Baden-Württemberg in Germany. Um, we have, we do have a pretty good European like following it looks like well, that's very our nice. top countries of course are us canada uk but then it's australia china france sweden spain germany no New we're Zealand. very diverse yeah we're famous jess we're pretty well we're world known well, well, you can <laughs> say we're world renowned <laughs> that's right i'm this is pretty fantastic so i'm we're really excited so if you guys want to vote for us please do because it's like super simple for you guys to do it anytime you think about it you can retweet the tweet you can you know, you can just easily click to tweet and get us seen in there and check out the awards. It seems like it's going to be really cool. And if you are in Europe, those of you who are our listeners over there, go check out the event. Go check out New Media Europe. Uh, it seems it like it's going to be like really awesome. The end of the month. It's at the yeah. I think it's like somewhere it's like right before right, podcast movement. Yeah, like June eighteenth ish. I yeah. believe it's happening. Yep. So so yeah. should we? I what? mean, yeah, I would love it if you guys would, I mean, it would be great if we could win an award. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be awesome? So we should do, do it. it. Let's do it. We're going to do a little, yeah, so you guys are going to have to tweet. Click Please to tweet for us. for us. Please vote for it's us. It's over in a week. We didn't know. We didn't. It's over this week. Yes, because but it just started, mind you. It's not like we lost it. They just started this like yesterday. Yeah, but, we just got email. I just got my email today. Yeah. So there. Pretty exciting stuff. And look, we lobbied for an award. Look at us. We're pr- I'm proud of us. Look at that. How about it? Now, speaking of not lobbying, let's talk about the podcast awards. All right. Let's <laughs> I do did it. Not, we did not lobby for this one. No, we did not. So the podcast and, awards. And uh, that's okay because we are, there are some she podcasters that are nominated and we would love it if we could win those bad boys and against the bad boys. So uh, education, we have the History Chicks and Grammar Girl, Arts, Craft Lit with uh, Heather Ordover and the Right Now podcast with Sarah Warner, Health. The Diabetes Connection, Nutrition Diva, Get Balanced with Dr. Marissa, Business, The Productive Woman and LinkedIn Lady, GLBT, Diary of a Trans Woman, and Family, Mighty Mommy, and Business Ladies. And then, oh, bonus (laughs) for Science and Medicine, The Big Seance, 
not a sheep here, but a huge fan. Patrick yes, Keller. He, is a, he is a heapier listener and he's a heapy diva. Patrick Keller. Not a thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. So that's the bonus. We're giving you a shout out for science and medicine because there's no other mm-hmm. sheepies in there. So why not vote for one of our listeners? Yes, please. So, vote. Well, I mean, plus he's such a sweetie. He's, he's such a sweetie. Big so fan. What we would like you guys to do. Well, I'll have a link in the show notes for the podcast awards there and then a list of these people if you guys want to share. So the podcast awards, how they work is that you actually have to show go to that website every day. And you can up to not every, you don't have to do it every day, but that's how you get the votes. It's to mobilize as many people as you can every day to go vote for your podcast. And the voting is now open and the voting closes June 12th. So what you do is you go in there and you have to look at all the different categories and you choose, 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 put your email address at the end. You will not be spammed and submit your voting um, thing. You you vote every day. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's a little bit hard because you do have to rally the troops to engage with you in this way. And it's a little annoying. But you know what? Let's do it for the ladies. I actually was looking over there trying to figure out if there were more women in other categories. And I saw that there were, you know, in all the political and the political uh, category in the basically the science and medicine category. There was another, obviously the sports, I could understand a little bit more on that. But there were so many that I was like, there is not one woman in any of these categories. And there's not, these are just some of the categories. I think there's, I believe that there's another seven more categories after this and there are no women in those and i'm i know there has to be some female podcasters out there that are in those categories so it was a little i was like oh man yeah so but when i saw when i saw these categories though it's like you can kind of go like oh it makes sense but i some i kind of don't want it to make sense like where you know education arts health business glbt family like it just seems like well so what were the so sports let me see. Is that one you wanted the women to be nominated? Uh, mostly like science and science and medicine, I think. Well, that would have been, would have really been brain science podcast. Right, but there were like, on hiatus. Yeah, I know. But there exactly. And there are certain things like the comedy. Nobody from the comedy. People's Choice. Um, entertainment. I was very no surprised. No women in comedy or no she podcast. No she podcast. No, well, okay, because no, there are women. No. Well, of course. I'm saying in these awards. Not oh. altogether. In these I didn't awards, that. it seems like People Choice doesn't have a woman. Comedy doesn't have a woman. Entertainment doesn't have a woman. Games and hobbies, nope. Government and organizations, nope. Mature, nope. News and politics, nope. Music, nope. Religion and spirituality, nope. Science and medicine, nope. Sports and recreation, nope. Society and culture, nope. Technology, nope. TV and film, nope. Wait, Disney Parks is not... I think Disney Parks is a woman. Well. That's society and culture. I have to say that I didn't want to click through every single one of them to find out if they were a woman or not. <laughs> but yeah, I might be wrong. Um, but that's what I'm saying. It's like you could be like, well, I could swear. Like I had so many of them. No, I was like, I'm I wrong. Could, it's dudes. I, I could swear that that's a woman. And I'm sure that they're co-hosted ones, like some of the family ones. Like religion and spirituality, like there's um, one, I, it's called the rugged marriage. I would assume that there's a, possibly a Wait, husband and a wife film, the outlander cast oh no that's not that's the different one we'll see we don't know maybe it is another woman because that's it's what i ca- thought it's mary and blake so it's it's co-hosted women but not you're right you're so, right so that's what i'm saying i was like oh there's like so many but it seems to me that there are that there are 
And, and again, again, these podcast awards are very challenging to get nominations for because you do have to, you have to, mo- they're the people's choice. Yeah, you have to really, awards. really lobby. You have to really lobby for this. So it's really not it's about like, oh, they didn't notice me. It's really onus on you. You need to get your butt in gear and you Wait. need to rally. What? Same sex dialogue is two women and they're she podcasters. Okay. GLBT is okay. Kim and Katina Kyle. All right. And they have our heart, their our heart radio and they're in there. So please vote for them and GLBT. Same sex dialogue. Same sex um, dialogue. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. Yeah. So I'm happy. I'm going to vote for them right now, as a matter of fact, because they're so, my peeps. Because they're your I peeps. Love those girl- I love those girls. And yeah, so anyway, so for yeah, next year, just you. keep that in mind that if you do want to be, especially if you're under those categories that I feel are underrepresented or, or that, that you should have like the music one. I was like, music? I know like at least two women that are doing music podcasts. So, well, but maybe they didn't lie. And even the mature ones. There's so many. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, That's what I'm saying. I guess it's like there's a part of me that's like just like us where it's like, ah, forget about it. We didn't want to do it. It was too mm-hmm. much work. We get I it. mean, that's like us, right? Yeah. It was too much work. It was too much work. I get it. Was it was a lot of fucking work. But then we can't complain. I guess that's the point. If you want to be part of it, you got to lobby. So that's next year. I mean, if you're in education and you don't want to vote for um, Grammar Girl, vote for Dave Jackson, School of Podcasting. True. That's a good, that's a good alternative. History Chicks, Grammar Girl, or Dave Jackson. That's and then jam-packed. Of, you know, at least pick people we like. Oh my god! <laughs> Government, anyone but no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! I would love to boycott one of those in there, but I'm not going to. Yeah, there's like, there's like, the, yeah, there's lots. The of little host things. is a douche. Oh my god! All right, then let's Such see if somebody can like learn who that is. But anyway, well, so there's the say. podcast awards, the People's Choice Podcast Awards, and one last awards is the Academy of Podcaster Awards, which is the award ceremony over at Podcast Movement. Yes, and the feed was nominated for technology again. This is our second year that was nominated. Yay! So, yay! So that's my other podcast with Rob Walt. That's a really, really, really hard category, though, I have to say. And the thing is, with that one, it's like sort of left up to the gods <laughs> or to yeah. the Academy, if you will, because people will be um, the judging is done by the Academy and they listen to five minutes of audio from each of the individual podcasts. And there are bullet points of of like what the judging should be around. Um, so that, that happens then. And, uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. So I'm very excited. Although again, it's a really tough category. And of course it's like my favorite category. So two of my favorite podcasts are nominated with me, uh, with Wait, us. let me see that. Wait. And I'm, so I'm really excited. School of podcasting and not well, oh, no. School this of week Pac- in tech, this There's week a in lot tech, of good ones. In I know there. this week in tech and Mac power users are actually one, yeah, two of my favorite, favorite, favorite podcasts. But our friends ever. are school of podcasting and the audacity to podcast. Yes. Those are our friends. Those are our friends. So see, it's like totally, it's all like, and then twit TV and film walking dead cast. I love that guy. So yeah. So anyway, that's the category. So we'll see who wins. May the well, best wait, one. When what? do we get to vote? You don't vote. This Academy votes. I know, but aren't you in the academy? Oh yes, I am in the academy. I am too. Well, when I do we vote? I don't know. When I, do you and I vote? Let I, me let me take a side conversation, Elsie. Yes. Since we're in the academy, when yes. do we vote? Oh right, exactly. <laughs> we don't know. I have not gotten an email. I haven't either. Okay. So cool. I do not Let's know. Check. So we will we will know. But I did not, of course, choose to judge technology because that's like it's to me. It's like oh my god, that's like 
I don't remember what I chose for my. I chose, I think, TV and film and comedy because even if I hadn't heard every show, I could I could guess and it wouldn't be painful. Like I can't because, you know, last year, just as an insider for those of you who don't get to vote, not that I'm bragging, but like as an insider, they send you little clips of the finalists. Yeah. And some of the categories I chose last year, I was like, why did I choose oh, this yeah. category? See, that's, yeah, that's I'm like, in hell. I can't decide. These are all terrible. What do I do? Like, uh, yeah, I think it was business. I think I chose business last year and I was in hell. I told, like that's I was so like not business, not, not business ever. That would never be a category that I would want to in any way, shape or form listen well, to. Well, I mean, at the time, like I had heard some of them and I was listening to some of them. But yeah, now I'm into more comedy and TV and uh, what else did I pick? I think there's like four or five you get to pick. I, I think forgot. I did pick tech. I'll I vote forgot. for you. <laughs> you have oh my God. And the other thing that was really hard for the ones that I, I don't even remember what it was, is that every single one that I heard was like, oh my God, that was so good. Oh my God, that was so good. Oh my really? God, that was so, every one. And then I sat there and I'm like, uh, and I, in terms of judging, because they do give you like a bunch of really key things like audio quality content and like, stuff that has to do with the hosts and like really specific things like it's not like give it a 10 and just give it a 10 right and I was like how am I gonna be all nitpicky about this this is amazing Mm -hmm. these podcasts are so good yeah a lot of (laughs) yeah that happens so I was like oh well well I'll do my best but these are all so good I can't pick eep I can't pick eep so are you ready for a little Natalie talk now yes Natalie Ekdom. Oh my God. <laughs> Time for your spot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nat. So Natalie's mastermind is closed right now. You can't even get in, even if we sell it. You're not allowed. It's not available. No. However, she's doing another one mid July. So if you've listened to us talk about her mastermind and then you click and you're like, balls, she's going to open one right after podcast movement. So get on the list to get in there because apparently people are having crazy results. Let me give you an example. One of the women who contacted me last week um, was in Natalie's mastermind and she was like, okay, so I'm in Natalie's mastermind. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And my goal is to monetize. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Well, so I heard that you are matching up advertisers with podcasters. And I was like, yes, I do. So she was like, well, here are my stats. And I don't know. You know, she's all like, actually, she's a very confident woman. And she has a great community. But she was just like, I think she was a little sheepish about the fact that she'd been in the mastermind since May. It hadn't achieved her goal yet. And so everyone was probably giving her shit about not having gone after anything quite yet or figured out how to do it. So Natalie finally was like, contact her. She can probably help you at least set up a plan. And so, and that's what happened. I was like, Oh, that's hilarious. Well, yeah, let's talk and let me look at your stats. And like, she's perfect. And we're going to have a discovery session. I'm going to start. I mean, I said, so then at the end of the call, like I told her how it worked. I told her about the contract, the terms of this, that, who we would pitch. And at the end I go, so if you tell your mastermind group that you talked to me, does it count? And she was like, yes, it counts. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. But proof that she is one step closer to achieving that goal because of that mastermind. Because yeah. and I'm not even saying like, oh, they hounded her. I'm sure they didn't. But it's, you know, it's a, it's not a large group on purpose. It's people who are, you know, all taking action. And to be the only one who isn't 
Like, how does that feel? Stupid. <laughs> well, you you do. And she's a- listening right now. I'm sorry. Uh, her initial is J. I'm sorry, J. You know that I, I mean, I do adore you. I'm so excited to work together. But I'm just relaying that, like, it's effective because she she was really like, I am a busy woman. Her business is booming. Her community is set. Like her podcast could use a little growth, but she's got a ton of stuff to do, which is why she entered the mastermind in the first place. And after a couple weeks, she was just like, OK, I really have to achieve a goal here or I'm an idiot. That's like what I heard in her voice. So that's I mean, even if nothing else, that's effective. Yeah. So there is, so it's really the accountability that you pay for and the camaraderie of the other women, even if none of them hounded her or said a word, the fact that they're all starting to achieve and get sponsors on their own, that also made her feel like, geez, <laughs> what am I waiting for? I know. And I think that that's what it is. I think it, it really does. And again, you know, going back, it's just that this, in this way, it's sort of a little bit more, it's like, you know, you have a specific time and there's the stuff that you do and there's something to be said about the, the logistics of it and the way that Natalie runs it because she's the boss lady of that and the way that that's who facilitates those conversations and it, of course the chemistry, but it's just exactly like Jess and I were talking at the beginning, at the beginning of the show, that there's something about being accountable to somebody else that you mm-hmm. really respect and that you really don't want to let down. And, and it's not about doing something for somebody else. It's mm-hmm. about you owning up to your own greatness, kind of accountability, I guess, if you will. Because it's like it's enough with that, you know, I don't know if I should do that. Like, you just do it. You know, my husband was in the hospital all last week. Nothing emergent. I mean, it was at first because she couldn't breathe and we didn't know why. But then when we got there, we realized... um, I don't know how much I've talked about him being in the hospital. Like he hasn't been in the hospital, but he's been out of work for lung issues for kind of a while. And then he went back to work in February and he was cool until beginning of May. And he started to have some wheezing and then he went away to Colorado. Anyway, to make a long story short, he contracted the flu and had a lung infection on top of it that made it so severe that he was like, he really could not breathe. And so my point is, yes, Natalie, I'm coming back around to your spot. The point is when somebody's in the hospital, you fucking make time to go. You go. You don't wait. Everything else waits, right? You go to the hospital. I was there with him. I canceled my appointments. I sat and heard what the doctors had to say. I did what I had to do. And it's sort of like achieving your goals is kind of the same thing. If you really want to do something, you will stop the other stuff and you will do it. Like It's like we're talking out of both sides of our mouths now because earlier Elsie and I were like, we're on the phone and we can't get anything done and it sucks. But like the truth is that if something becomes a priority and an emergency for you, for your podcast, for your business, you will rearrange your schedule to get it. And that's what she did. She was like, okay, I'm reaching out. I'm getting this done. Anyway, was that kind of a reach around? <laughs> it, it was a, a reach around, but it It was a bit sense. of a reach around, but doesn't it make sense though? Yes. Like you, people get, you know, you say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. But you know, when you get the flu and you're in bed, nobody cares what t- kind of time you have or how busy you are. Or if someone ends up at the hospital or when someone dies and you have to go to a funeral. Your clients wait. Shit waits. Do what you have to do if it needs to get done. And, and like a mastermind really does, I think, put those things in perspective. That's all. Totally. And you can find all kinds of information about all of that stuff at bizchicks.com slash shepodcast. Bizchicks, B-I-Z-C-H-I-X.com slash shepodcasts. And Natalie will be waiting for you. And if you want to touch base with her and really, really find out from her whether or not this is something that you that will really resonate with you. Nat at bizchicks.com is the way to go. You can email her and I'm sure that she's going to have time to chat with you. Or Um, Twitter. She's bizchickspodcast on Twitter. Yes. 
That was so weird. That was an oddly personal way of illustrating my point. Now I feel awkward about it. It's all right. It drove the point home. I'm just saying, like, you know, like, people are always, you're always busy. Everyone's yeah. always busy. But things happen that you have to do, and then you just make time to do it. That was my point. So we're going to close up here very soon, dude, because this is like, it's going on to like forever. So, but this is really crazy and it's not necessarily about the content, but I just had to bring this for us to discuss because, oh my God. So the headline of this article really was a radical podcast series for accountants and others. And I was like, what? <laughs> a radical? Podcast? And I totally, I was just like, It's really? so funny. So when I had to go in there. Radical. Like, radical. I know, a radical podcast series. So accounting today columnist Jody Padar, or Padar, I'm not sure. I'm sorry, Jody. I don't know. You're listening and I messed your name up. And former accountant today, senior editor Liz Gold are co-hosting a new podcast series called Let's Get Radical. And there was just something that I was just like, accountants getting radical? Like just that made me, I just couldn't handle it. It was just so not... Hilarious? <laughs> I, I just, it was hilarious. And so I, you know, I was in the process of listening to them because I wanted to comment based on the comment, on the content. And unfortunately, I wasn't really able to, listen fully because we started recording earlier and I kind of wanted to get a, a better feel. They only have a couple episodes out right now. But really, the way that I wanted to talk about this conversation is that really, it doesn't matter what niche you are in. It will be, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you can always bring something new to it because honestly- I was expecting mohawks and like- <laughs> pointy glasses but they look very sweet and normal to yeah me for, totally. for two such radical cpas i know and so that's what i was like it's just the way you position yourself and i guess it's also you know the way that we view cpas and obviously it made me click through it made me listen to a podcast about or accounting a- accounting i know which is perhaps, now that is a shock i know and so then I was like, wow, it's just the, it's the positioning. It's the way that you stand out. It's the way that you make an industry be able to pay attention to you, to you from a different perspective and, and not to think that you have to align with the way things are usually done. And kudos to them for doing that. You know, it's, it's just, so, I just can't get over about the radical and accounting. It's hilarious. It's a lot more than just accounting. Like they're not sitting there talking about accounting, you know, like, the processes it says and the stuff. business talk unfiltered with Jody Pidar CPA and Liz Gold. Yeah. So when you read the entire thing, you see that it's a little more open. Like there's talk about business in general and about, you know, all kinds of things around business. But the fact that they are CPAs and that it was framed in that perspective, I think there's something lovely about them being CPAs because we have a, a thought around that already that it's like, oh, their CPAs are boring or who would want to do that? Or I'm not like for me, it's like that would probably be one of the worst things you could have me do because it's so what we were talking about before. It's the mundane little tasks that make my brain go nuts. Like I just can't handle that. I get, I, you know, so I'm anyway. very amused by their cover art. Are you? <laughs> well, because, I mean, I don't want to tease them because I think that their branding, their idea and their branding is cool, but it's just like, it kind of looks like their corporate headshots. Oh, right. Were cut out and then put on top of a black and purple brick wall um, with gold writing. But the black and purple, like, it's kind of grungy and like looks like something that like you would see um, the cure standing in front of. Oh, my God. <laughs> And yet there's these like very nicely dressed, lovely quaffs, like lipstick, like they're in front of this like punk rock 
background. The background. It's, like, it's kind of adorable. It anyway. is. But it, yes. And so, but, but still though, they made me listen and I'm still going to listen because primarily because CPAs and radical just didn't quite. Don't go. Don't go. That, right. That's cool. That's what makes it cool. Yeah. You're right. It's a great way to get people to listen. Yeah. So, Perfect. So tip for you guys. Loving it. Loving there, there it. it loving it. Loving it. So, so why don't we wrap up? Okay. I, we want to thank, of course, John from Audio Editing Solutions. Because he's so awesome. And Rebecca Council from CLR Virtual Connection. Yes. Thank you, John. He is so awesome. And if you just, well, not if you just, because I believe that John is making attempts to get into a more all-in-one service, but he is a brilliant audio editor and he does make us sound fantastico. If you need editing and you want to outsource that part, audioeditingsolutions.com. And then Rebecca is a social media marketing person and she's been helping us with some of the tasks that we need to do. So that's CLR Virtual Connection. Yay! And so thank you both. Again, don't forget that if you want to work with us in person, we only have three spots. We're announcing it now. There's only going to be three. We can't do any more. Uh, ShePodcast.com forward slash apply. Also, um, there's nothing you have to do for this, but just put on your calendar Saturday the 9th if you're at Podcast Movement from 10 to 2 is the brunch in the lobby of the hotel in Chicago. So please pop in and say hello to us. If there's going to be anything else fancy, we'll let you know uh, in the future. And if you don't, if you're not on an email address, you probably should sign up for it. It's shepodcast.com forward slash community. Uh, what else, Elsie? That's it, dude. That's it. And again, one last thing. If you guys are going to podcast movement around Chicago and want to work with Jess and I face to face, please, please, please apply. And don't think that because we have three spots, we're going to sell them out really quick. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Don't apply. Ap- you never apply. know. We'll, if we like you, we'll squeeze you in. Yeah, just apply, please. And because it's going to be so great. And I feel like I'm like, oh, please, because it's just so exciting for us to work with you guys. And we don't get this opportunity very often. No, in fact, never. <laughs> Once a year. In fact, it's never. Never, it's never happened. Never ever. So, yes, shepodcast.com slash apply. All right, yes. guys, we will. Uh, oh, my God. Episode 100 is next week. <gasps> We have some really fun stuff. Yes, such good stuff planned. Um, but we're not going to talk about it. So I don't know. It's a surprise for us, actually. That's we don't right. really actually know. We're telling you nothing. We are telling you nothing, but we actually know nothing. So, oh my That's God. That's actually true. That it, yes, it's totally true. So we don't know diddles. You good need point. to be subscribed <laughs> to She Podcasts. That's right. So that you Do get it. that episode 100 and you will be just as surprised as Jess and I will be because more likely than not, we will listen at the same time that you listen. Do it, do it, do it. Yes. All right. Talk to you soon. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>